Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Fayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. Probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance. This is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for the Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Well, hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Connection brought to you by Good Patriot Realty. A salute to home ownership. I want to thank you for spending time with me this afternoon. I know your time is valuable and I appreciate it. And we're going to jump right on in uh, to the content because I think it's really relevant for the time that we're living in right now. For those of you that are on, on the West Coast, we have experienced 2023 like I don't think any of us expected us uh, expected it to start with uh, hurricane force winds uh, that whipped up the seas that brought in water like we haven't seen and I would say five, six, seven, maybe 10 years. Uh, we're experiencing flooding across the state. Um, it is filling our reservoirs and uh, people were saying that, you know, California is dry and arid and uh, we'll never have water again, but lo and behold, here it is in full force and in mass quantities. And so with that, people are experiencing flooding. And so I thought this would be the perfect time to talk about, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> That's not good. Let's try this one. Flood insurance. That's right. So if you're new to the podcast and you don't want to miss another episode, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Just search out for the Real Estate Connection and look for the blue uh, logo that says the Real Estate Connection with Stephen Thayard on Apple Podcasts. And new to our distribution is um, iHeartRadio and Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So look for the logo. You can find us in multiple locations now. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just go on, log in, uh, set up an account, and do us a favor and subscribe. It really does help distribution of this information that I think is very helpful for a lot of people. And if you're looking for a qualified real estate professional to help you with the purchase or the sale of your home, give me Stephen Thayard a call at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. So this is going to be a pretty detailed review. So you might want to grab a pen uh, and some paper and take some notes. And if not, you can always come back and re-listen to the podcast at your leisure. So let's jump right on in. All right. So Flooding is the nation's number one natural disaster. I don't know if you are aware of that because we have a lot of different natural disasters because our country is so large from earthquakes to tornadoes to hurricanes um, to um, uh, blizzards, um, all sorts of natural disasters. But the number one natural disaster in the United States of America uh, is Flooding. Now, flooding occurs in every area of the country. There are many property owners who remain unprepared for floods. And if you live in a place that's arid and dry, and they talk about maybe you living in a plain uh, called the 100-year flood plain, uh, if you get 
unlucky and you happen to be living there when that hundred year flood happens, it's still going to happen. So you need to be prepared, even though you feel like it might never happen. Standard homeowners insurance policies do not cover flood damage. Today, we're going to talk about um, options you have available to you to protect your property from flood loss, and that is flood insurance. And so here's a little background in history regarding flood insurance. In 1968, that's the year after I was born, that's right, I'm an old codger, the United States Congress established the Nat National Flood Insurance Program. So this was a program established by the Congress. Now, the National Flood Insurance Program, or the NFIP, is a federal program that allows property owners in participating communities to purchase insurance as a protection against flood losses. So thank you, United States Congress, for passing that law. Now, participating in the NFIP is based on an agreement between community uh, that you, the communities that you live in and the federal government. Now, the program is administered by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, and we all better know we all well know that better by the name FEMA. All right. So, if you are experiencing flooding, I will uh, give you some information for California. Um, it has been declared a uh, federal disaster area. Um, and there already have been some movements for relief in uh, in the area of taxation that you can look up regarding when taxes will be uh, tax filing extensions uh, for people who have been design in designated areas uh, as emergencies or disaster zones uh, by the federal government. So go ahead and uh, do an Internet search um, for tax filing extensions in California for people that are uh, in a designated disaster area. So FEMA. Uh, provides flood insurance protection to property owners, renters, 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 business owners in your community that participate in the program. Now, as long as your community participates in flood insurance programs, you're eligible to purchase flood insurance. And if you would like to verify that your community is participates in the program, you can go to the following website, www.fema.gov front slash national flood insurance program community status book. Now that's a mouthful of words and you probably didn't catch it all. And that's fine. You can replay this podcast anytime and catch it, or you can send me an email at info at realestateconnectionradio.com, or you can just pick up the phone and call your insurance agent and they will let you know. All right. Now, what is it? What is flood insurance? <clears throat> so the definition is in general, flood insurance is an insurance policy that covers the direct physical loss of property from a flood. So then you have to ask, what is considered a flood for flood insurance properties? Now, words have meanings. And so when you're ever reading contracts and it says it covers a flood, you better know what the definition of a flood is in the contract so you can determine whether or not the damage that you've uh uh, that you've uh, that has has occurred on your property is covered by that definition of flood. So what is flood for flood insurance purposes? In terms of flood insurance, a flood is when two or more acres or two or more properties are affected by water rising from the ground up. So, that was um, news to me when I first started looking into what flood insurance was because rain normally comes down from the sky, right? And it pools, right? But for flood insurance purposes, 
A flood is when water rises from the ground up. Now, some people are living on water tables. So you may have a water table that's close to the surface of your property. And when the groundwater starts to saturate and fill up, that water comes up above the ground and rises and you can't stop it. There's nothing you can do because the water tables are full. I had a client um, that purchased a house that um, has a, a septic tank. And when um, the flooding, when floods happen or when water pools on the property, the water goes to the path of least resistance. And so it will flood into the septic tank and fill it. And then if you're in the house and you're trying to flush toilets or have showers, it's backing up because there's no place for the water to go because the tank that it's going into is flooded. So water does rise up from the ground. So here's an interesting question as it relates to flood insurance. Is flood damage from wind-driven rain covered by flood insurance? And this speaks to what's going on currently in the state of California. We're having a lot of rain and there were high winds, took down a lot of fences and caused a lot of damage. And it, you may think that, you know, oh, it's just somebody's fence is down, no big deal. But in order to repair a fence, you know, they have to pour concrete into the ground and it has to set. Well, that f as long as the rain keeps coming and there's saturation and the ground is wet, it's going to be difficult to, to uh, do those repairs. Um, and so you might have to live with that damage for a while. And that's not, and that's not something that most people want to deal with. But until the ground dries up and the water recedes, it's hard to do those repairs. Um, so uh, it's not a small thing to have a fence down uh, due to rain and wind. All right, so back to the question. Is flood damage from wind-driven rain covered by flood insurance? Well, according to floodsmart.gov, the following answer is as follows. No, when rain enters through a, a wind-damaged window or door or comes through a hole in a wall or roof, then the NFIP considers the resulting puddles and damage to be windstorm re related and not flood related because it's not rising up from the ground. It's coming down from the sky. Now, flood insurance covers overflow of inland or tidal waters and unusual and rapid accumulation or runoff of surface waters from any source. However, the flood must be a general and temporary condition of partial or complete inundation of two or more acres of normally dry land or of two or more uh, properties, at least one of which is yours. Although flood insurance specifically excludes wind and hail damage, most homeowners insurance policies provide for this coverage. So if you have a standard homeowners insurance policy, that's your coverage for wind coming in and rain coming in from the top. So, this begs the question, what does flood insurance cover? Now, according to valuepenguin.com by LendingTree, the coverage is set up as follows. A flood insurance policy covers two types of property, the structure of your home and the contents. This distinction is made because each have their own deductibles and limits, respectively. Note that flood insurance policies do not cover the land your home sits on. Okay then, so the coverage for structure of your home typically includes the following. Bullet point, number one, foundation. Two, electrical and plumbing. Three, central air systems and furnace. 
Four, water heaters. Then miscellaneous items such as refrigerators, cooking stoves, and built-in appliances, and permanently installed carpeting over unfinished floor. Now you may be thinking, you know, what's the big deal if I got an inch of water in my house, right? Well, that's a massive deal because as water sits, it damages wood. And if you have hardwood floors or vinyl or plastic, it gets saturated. And then when that water finally recedes, all of that flooring needs to be replaced. Not to mention the drywall that sucks up water like a sponge. And even though it may be an inch, it may get sucked up a full 12 inches. Then we're talking about remediating water out of your drywall. Now, sometimes it can be saved by putting in fans uh, and blowing it dry. And sometimes it can't, depending on how long that water has been sitting and whether or not there's been permanent damage due to due to mold. So even an inch of water in your house from a flood can be a major issue. And if we're talking about it happening to a wide swath of people, then we may have federal government assistance. And so for us people that are in California right now, uh, my advice to you is to keep checking back on the FEMA website to see whether federal assistance will be offered for the general public, depending on whether or not you're considered in a disaster area. And that's just one little note. All right, now, contents inside your home that can be protected by a flood insurance uh, policy include clothing, we all need clothes to wear, furniture, electronics, those those laptop computers, desktop computers, um, portable microwaves and portable air conditioners, dishwashers, washer and dryer, carpeting that is not covered as part of the structure. Now, if you purchase a flood insurance policy, make sure you you closely look at the individual categories for the contents in your home. It's crucial to be aware of the value of items for each category and what your coverage limits are for each one. Certain categories may have limits well below the total value of the possessions that you own that qualify. For example, Artwork and furs generally have a total limit of only $2,500. Now, this information may be a little bit old, so you wanna, you'll want to check with your insurance agent to see whether those limits have gone up since the time I've done this research. Um, but because the priceless nature of some items in your home or your belongings, uh, you may want to see if there's additional protection that you can purchase. All right, now, what are the exclusions from coverage? In general, the policy excludes losses caused by earth movement meaning earthquakes even if the earth movement is caused by the flood so for instance landslides example of excluded earth movement include earthquakes landslides land subsidence meaning something subsides from erosion from the water sinkholes which have been known to happen during during flooding destabilization or movement of land resulting from accumulation of water and gradual erosion so you definitely want to make sure that you're covered in those areas now other exclusions in, in uh, for personal property include currency precious metals so if you have a bunch of cash stashed and it gets washed away she gone she gone she gone so make sure you are prepared all right precious metals so maybe you've decided to store up some gold um, to hedge against inflation and you have it stored in your house and your house gets washed away and that gold is gone. Um, exclusions from coverage, valuable papers such as stock certificates. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Limited coverage for damage below the first floor, such as crawl spaces and basements for structural and personal property. So if it's below 
the uh, the first floor level, such as foundation, drywall, insulation, insulation. That's so hard to say sometimes. Insulation. I just want to say installation, right? But it's insulation. Um, staircases, electrical outlets and switches, washer dryer, food freezer, freezers, portable ACs, right? That's stuff that's in the basement. Now in California, typically we don't have basements, so you should be okay. So who is required to have flood insurance? Now, homes and businesses in high-risk flood areas with mortgages from federally regulated or insured lenders are required to have flood insurance. So you may have flood insurance because it was required by your lender when you purchased your home, and so you're already good to go. Um, while flood insurance is not federally required, if you live in a moderate to low-risk flood area, your lender may still require you to have insurance. Now, why would the lender require you to have flood insurance? Because actually, the home doesn't belong to you until it's paid off. Until, uh, unless that mortgage is paid off, it still belongs to the lender. So they're insuring their property, right? Because if something happens to you, they get, they hold title for the, the mortgage for that house or the deed until it's paid off. And so um, they want to protect the asset. So if you default, it's still in good condition and they can recover their funds. And that's a reason why they require you to have flood insurance. Smart, smart. All right, now, what is a high-risk flood area? A high-risk flood area is known as a special flood hazard area or SFHA. Everybody likes acronyms. Why can't we just say the words? Special flood hazard area or SFHAs. Now, FEMA, FEMA determines if your home is at risk of flooding through the generation of their flood insurance risk maps or firms. Another acronym, right? Within these maps, FEMA determines which areas designated, which areas are designated as special flood hazard areas. Okay. Now these areas are common along the coast. And I wonder why wind and rain hurricanes, right? Look at new Orleans, look at Florida, California, not so much, but every once in a while we get atmospheric rivers. That's what they called the storm that just came through an atmospheric river. I had no idea what that was until it happened. And I've been living in California my whole life. But let me tell you, when they say it's an atmospheric river, think hurricane without the swirl, right? Whew, a lot of water coming in. All right. So what are the coverage limits for flood insurance? Now, these may not be up to date, so don't take them as gospel, right? One to four family, uh, one to four family unit structure, about 250 grand. Uh, one to four family home contents, about 100,000. Other residential structures, half a million. Other residential contents, 100 grand. Business structure, half a million. Business contents, half a million. Renter contents, 100 grand, right? So that's just it real quick. Now, the cost of insurance. Cost varies depending on location, age of structure, and size of structure. Best to contact an insurance agent for cost and deductible numbers. So I hope that helps. I know that was a lot of information coming at you real fast. You're drinking out of a fire hose. I get it. But that's okay um, because you can play this podcast back anytime you want and you can press the pause button and rewind and listen again. Or you can just give me a call and we can talk about it. All right. Stephen Thayard, Good Patriot Realty, 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. With that, 
hey, we're expecting some more rain in Northern California. We're having storms. They're like stacking up on top of each other like a ladder. Boom, 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 boom. Run, 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 run. Coming right through. We need the water. Our reservoirs are filling up. It's a total blessing. But there is some damage occurring because it's coming in so quickly. Um, so prepare. Batten down the hatches, as they say, uh, for our seafaring people. Um, but make provision. You may have, uh, make sure you have power backups. Um, make sure that you're taking care of your property. Get some sandbags where needed. Get out of areas where there may be potential flooding. Protect you and your family first. You can always replace the stuff, but life is very, very important. And then um, let's be thankful for community that it comes out to support us during these times and for our civil representatives that put their lives on the line every day. Uh, 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 the electric company that restores our power, uh, first responders that go out and rescue folks that get caught behind the water, and the, all of those contractors out there that are going to be busy. Now, the selling season's about to begin, right? And contractors were already going to be busy with getting homes prepared for sale. Their business is going to go through the roof. Congratulations to you if you're a contractor because you're going to make a ton of money, but you're going to be real tired. Um, if you're looking for work, you might want to go join a contracting crew because there's going to be a lot of damage that needs to be repaired because of these storms coming through. So we thank you for your service to the community of getting that done to restore us back to normal. And with that, as you move forward through these storms, not only this storm, the physical storm, but storms in life, I will leave you with this. Joshua 1.9, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And with that, God bless you. And don't forget, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Also, Google. Um, and sign up. So you never have to miss another episode and all this wonderful information you can go back and you can get and listen to. Or if you know of people who need this information, please share it. This is a service to the community. I want this information to go out to folks to be of service, um, to prepare. It's always better to be prepared ahead of time than to be caught, to be caught off guard. So with that. God bless you. Let's put up the sun. Let's put up the sunrise, the beautiful sunrise over over the Golden Gate Bridge. God bless you. God bless you and your family. Be careful out there. Make, make wise decisions. And God bless the United States of America. And we'll see you next week on another episode of the Real Estate Connection. And don't forget, call me. Call me sometime. 408-472-0817. 408-472-0817. This has been the Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.